Whoa, 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 whoa. Why y'all so happy? Hey, you don't know. Charvette Mitchell is on the radio. It's time to get motivated, excited, and influenced. Why? It's the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show, live from Richmond, Virginia. And now, here to motivate, excite, and influence you, Charvette, Charvette Mitchell. Well, hello, 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 everyone, and welcome to the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show, broadcasting live from the capital city of Richmond, Virginia, but heard all across the world wide web. Hey, dolls, hey, gents, thank you so much for checking us out. As always, and listen, today's show is phenomenal, I can guarantee it. Uh, This segment is brought to you by Mitchell Productions Web Design. Come on, let's build something amazing. Connect with us at mitchell-productions.com and schedule a complimentary web design consultation. Let's go to the next level with your visual branding. So as we always do, we bring uh, to the mic phenomenal people and this young lady is just dynamic i am so excited to have in the virtual studio with me she's in the virtual green room right now rachel cook uh she is an award-winning business strategist who believes entrepreneurship doesn't have to be so complicated. Uh, For over the last decade, she has helped thousands of women entrepreneurs to design predictable, profitable businesses without the hustle and the burnout. Um, You may have seen her uh, books in Amazon. She is the author of Amazon best-selling books, Fired Up and Focused, and Our Business Sweet Spot. And you may have heard her on the airwaves on her own uh, podcast, Promote Yourself to a CEO. And so Rachel Cook is hanging out with us. Uh, And so right before I bring her up to the mic, definitely want to make sure you know to follow. I know. Are you following me? Listen, get with it if you're not. Follow me, follow me, follow me. Facebook.com slash Charvette. Twitter.com slash Charvette. Shout out to those that are hanging out. Listening from my Facebook group, Hey Girl Hey, and you can uh, jump over to HeyGirlHey.today. That's the easy way over there. And of course, Instagram, it's Charvette M. Uh, we love you guys right over there. So let's go ahead and jump on in. Um, the goal of this show is to motivate, excite, and influence. And we're going to do that in, the sec- in this particular segment. Coming up to the mic right now, sought after speaker, podcaster, Business growth strategist, Rachel Cook. Welcome to the show. Hey, Charvette. Thanks for having me. Oh, we are honored uh, to have you. And I'm telling you, uh, this is not going to be the last time. But (laughs) I'm excited for our listeners to learn a little bit more about you. And uh, so let's share kind of going back in time a little bit about how you got into business. Sure. So... I am an accidental entrepreneur, um, which is funny. If you knew me, you'd also know that I was raised by entrepreneurs. But <laughs> like most like most kids, I didn't want to do what my parents wanted me to do. I actually went to school for music performance. I thought I was going to be an orchestral French horn player. Um, ah. No lie. I have a French horn. <laughs> I have a grand piano. I have like My husband and I are both musicians. We have tons of instruments around our house. But I started all of these little businesses through college and I was just doing it because I had to work my way through school. And Mm -hmm. I realized that in order to do the things I wanted to do, I wasn't just going to go out and, you know, wait, wait tables or something. 
So I started all these businesses kind of accidentally through college. I started a catering business where all of my friends were doing um, these recitals, which is like a concert, a solo concert for a musician. And when you're getting a degree in music, you have to do two to finish your degree. And so I was like, well, I'll cater your reception because our whole family, friends, like hundreds of people were coming in for these recitals. So I started a catering business by accident and I realized, huh. wow, I'm really good at this. I know Charvette didn't <laughs> even know this, you guys. I didn't even um, know this. <laughs> but I, I just accidentally started a catering business because I could see this was something people needed and it was something I could figure out how to do. I also started a tutoring business. I've always been kind of a nerd and I discovered that <laughs> my university had a a tutoring program they were always looking for tutors in different subjects so I found out they would pay me $15 per student per hour and I said okay is there a limit to how many students I can help per hour so I started these study groups Um, all the student athletes were able to participate in this and the athletic department actually paid me $15 a head to lead the accounting study group the economic study group and I was getting paid $150 an hour in college tutoring student athletes so I started because these were the little like breadcrumbs that started for me early on where I realized I wasn't going to go the traditional route and I was going to figure out a way to use whatever skill set I had um, to make more money than if I were to just go get a a typical part-time job so by the time I finished college I switched from music to entrepreneurship and small business management. So I now have two degrees. I have my MBA in entrepreneurship and small business management. And I went straight from there into consulting. And a few years after I had, you know, really gotten my experience in doing the grind, the 70, 80 hour work weeks as a consultant, it was time for me to go off on my own. So I did make that big leap um, in 2008, made that big leap to taking my consulting out of the more traditional consulting world and into the small business owner world, and I haven't looked back. No regrets, not looking back. I love this. I love this. And so I got to go back a second to, so to the catering. So do you, do you cook a lot now, or like did that, what happened with that skill set? <laughs> So it's one of those things where this was a skill set to me in college. I was shocked other kids in college didn't know how to cook. But I was raised by um, a disabled mom who couldn't cook. So I was always cooking for the family from the time I was probably in middle school. And so to me, it was no big deal because I was looking at what they wanted for like a catering a reception and I was like meatballs no big deal you want cheese and crackers no big deal you want a fruit plate to me this was like hosting Thanksgiving it was no big deal and it never occurred to me that I'm the weird 18 year old who thinks like that who could host events um so you you never know where your little magic skill set's going to come and play or where it's going to come from Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, and you just dropped uh, dropped a, a hint about my appearance on CBS 6, and I talked about following the breadcrumbs. So, Rachel, you are a perfect example of following the breadcrumbs in life and that have let you nail down this path of 
you know, a decade later or so later, and you've helped thousands of women entrepreneurs um, really be able to have that predictable and profitable um, income in business. And so um, you are a mom as well. You are a wife. And so I know that there are listeners that are tuning in saying, I hear you say, you know, do this without hustle. I hear you say, do this without burnout. But I have children. You know, does that apply to the single women in business or does that apply to the mom? Can you talk a little bit to the mom that may be listening that, you know, is a service-based entrepreneur? What would you say to her? Sure. So when I started my business, I was newly married. My husband and I were both in our late 20s. And I'll have to say we were lucky. We we did not have debt from school. We worked our way through school. And that was a huge blessing because I know a lot of people carry that student debt and that could hold them back from making a big leap. But we didn't have that. We actually downsized everything. We went, we sold our car. We downsized to a smaller townhouse. And in our mind, we were like, we're going to live like the beans and rice lifestyle right now, like load up on some ramen noodles so that I could get my business <laughs> up and running. Um, but I ended up getting pregnant with twins six months after my website went live. <laughs> no lie. <laughs> and it was the surprise. shock of our system. Yeah, it was a total surprise. We were not planning to get pregnant right away, and we certainly weren't planning twins. So I really quickly had to make some decisions, like executive decisions about how I was going to run my business. And some things I realized really quickly the first thing was I knew that I didn't want to have to compete at the bottom of the barrel for pricing. And I think that's something a lot of women, especially we tend to default our pricing to whatever else we see everyone doing. And I was mm-hmm. like, I can't do that. I've got to make sure the math works because at the end of the day, I've got to make sure I can put food on the table and take care of these babies. And I also was really clear that I didn't want to have to sell one hour of consulting at a time. That's something that doesn't happen in corporate. In corporate, you don't just hire a consultant for one hour. They're hired for big projects. They're hired for bigger, longer-term packages. And so when I went into the small business market, I was shocked, honestly, that everybody was like, oh, yeah, just buy an hour of consulting at a time. So I was like, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to make sure that when people work with me, I can actually deliver the result they're looking for. And I knew that it would take three to six months to get there. So because I knew I needed a package and I didn't want to have to sell session by session by session, I needed a package and I knew I wanted to focus on premium prices, I was able to really get laser focused on how many people I could serve given the time I had. And it was about 20 clients a year. I knew that 20, 20 clients a year. year. Pause. Do you all hear that? Are you taking notes? <laughs> 20 clients a yep. year. Look at that. And, and you that, got laser focus. Nah. Oh, well, yeah. That's the biggest thing, just, right? Yeah. And I'm always surprised at how many people don't like just do some quick math to see. Um, I literally just got off a call with somebody. And when she gave me all of her pricing and her revenue goal, I was like, do you realize you're going to have to work with 50 clients this year to make that happen? And she was like, there's no way I can handle 50 clients this year. I was like, I know. So let's talk about how we can raise your prices and make sure that these packages are exactly what people want. So that's honestly the first thing to make sure you're not burning yourself out is making sure you've got the right offer in place, the right product, program, or service, and that you haven't underpriced yourself. Because if you underpriced yourself, you're going to have to work with twice as many of the clients to get to where you want to go. 
Ooh, that's good. The right offer and the right pricing with that offer. Interestingly enough, uh, one of the young ladies in my Facebook group posted a question last night, and um, she said, hey, I've got this ebook and um, DVD that I'm going to be selling, and then I want to have a VIP option, which is the DVD, um, the ebook, maybe a couple other workshops, uh, worksheets, and then a session with her. And she requested our advice on pricing. And so there was only like a $20 difference between the two. And so I've kind of said said to her, and she may listen in, um, you know, what are, if someone just wanted to work with you just for that hour, like what would that be? So your pricing, like there's no way this is just $20 difference. Like your pri- you have to look at the numbers. Like you said to your client, you have to look at the numbers um, to make sure that it makes sense. Absolutely. And I think we often don't value our time. Like when I hear that she had one option that is a DVD and kind of an info product type of thing, then another option is her actual time. I want her to charge like an expert. Charge like an expert. An expert's rate will start at $150 to $200 an hour. So that's the real magic is when you really stop charging like a uh, hourly service provider and instead start mm-hmm. charging like an expert in your field. Oh, I like that. That is a, listen, if you quote that quote, Rachel Cook, Rachel, uh, while they're listening, how can they follow you on all of your social media? You can find me at rachel.cook, R-A-C-H-E-A-L dot C-O-O-K. And it's on Instagram and Facebook are the two places I hang out. All right, and I tagged her on Facebook and and Instagram, so if you're following me, um, those are easy connection points. And then certainly those that are hanging out listening from Charvette.com, you can see Rachel's full bio and all of that good stuff um, there. I think that is that is such a great perspective to give to our uh, our listeners around pricing. And so you have this concept, Rachel, of the CEO CEO date. So can you share, and I know you've been speaking all over Richmond, and you, you speak, you've been featured various places and all of that. Talk a little bit about your CEO date concept. Yes. So one of the reasons I'm able to work just 25 hours a week is that I really take the time to plan my work. So I run my week. I don't let my week run me. And the CEO date is just my way of kind of branding the appointment that I set with myself every single week. So every single week I kick off my week with about an hour, sometimes two, where I'm sitting down and I'm checking in with my business strategy for the year, my business strategy for the quarter. I'm looking at, is my business on track with our goals? Is it off track? I'm looking at the different projects we have in the lineup and checking in to see as a team where they need to be. And then once I'm checked in with the business, I've kind of done a quick status update. Are we all good here? Mm -hmm. Then I look at my calendar for the week and I plug in the most important things that need to happen for the week. So I use time blocking to make sure that my must-do activities, the things that only I can do in my business, that I have made time for them in my calendar for that next week. And that's my CEO date. Um, Research shows that for every hour you spend planning, you save 10 in implementation. So I promise just taking an hour every week to plan your week, you will quickly realize that you are getting back 10 hours. All right, there you have it. That is it. That's it. And 
what is awesome is that you refer to your tribe as CEOs. Um, so no knock or diss on any other words or terms that are out there, but really kind of raising our our thought process and raising you know how we think about ourselves as women in business. And so CEOs, that's how you that's how you refer to us, which yeah. would just made so much sense for your podcast um, to be called Promote Yourself to CEO. So how did you get into podcasting? It's so funny. I've had a podcast now, probably this is for at least six years. Um, I had another podcast during the first brand name my business was under, which was the Yogipreneur. So I had a podcast called Yogipreneur Radio from about 2013 to 2014. Um, But then I launched this one when we moved everything under my personal brand at Rachel Cook. And the reason I really started using the language about being a CEO is I often find women tend to diminish their value. Like they want to hide a little bit. They're scared of being visible and of truly claiming their expertise, of claiming how powerful they are. And I was seeing a lot of, and there's a lot of this out there, you know, the boss babe, boss lady, blah, blah, blah. And that's great. Like, it's super motivational for a lot of people. But I was seeing all of this play out, and I was realizing people weren't really stepping into that leadership level that they need to, especially if they are ambitious enough to want to go after more than just, like, a side hustle. Right. And that's why I started calling out women as CEOs. And I started, honestly, it was, it was naming the CEO retreat, Charvette. That was the first thing that I put the name, the CEO in. And when I did that, I was a little nervous because I was like, these are women who are creative. They are healers. They are spiritual leaders. Like I was worried in all honesty that they were going to say, I'm not a CEO. That's too corporate. I don't wear power suits. And I wanted to say to them, It's not about what you wear or if you're corporate or if you have a corner office. It is about are you the one leading your business? Are you the one really showing up in that position of being the executive of your business? Um, And a whole different type of woman has been called to this. I see women stepping up now who are like, yes, I am the CEO. I'm the boss. I don't need boss lady, boss babe. I'm just the boss. And I'm like, yes, you are my people. I want more women who are ready to really just like own that level of leadership and who take their business that seriously. And so that's why we, we named the podcast Promote Yourself to CEO. I'm actually working on a book called Promote Yourself to CEO because it's a mindset shift. It's not about how big your business is. You can be a business of one and still be the CEO of that business when you decide to step into being the leader and showing up every day as that leader in your business. Could not have said it any better. I love it. Ladies and gentlemen that may be watching, Rachel Cook, MBA, business growth strategist. A shout out to Coach Andrea Davis, who's listening in. She said, great interview, very valuable information. Thank you so much for listening. Um, Rachel, we're going to take a quick commercial break. And when we come back, oh, this is so good and juicy. Um, I'd love for you to share any kind of trends or things that you see 
happening in um, the space of business for 2020 and going forward. Any things that we really need to pay attention to or just dig our feet into and get a grip on. Um, And so we're going to talk about that, listeners, right after this quick commercial break. Um, Don't you move. Don't you go anywhere. We're going to be right back. It's the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show. Charvette will be back after this. I need answers to my tax questions. Where can I find them? Need answers? Try our interactive tax assistant on irs.gov forward slash ITA. Simply select your tax questions, provide your information, and it gives you answers. Also, check our help and resources page and try our online tax map, 5,000 tax topics from A to Z. Plus, you can access forms, publications, in a variety of formats. Are you starting a new business, releasing a CD, writing a new book? Consider Mitchell Productions for your web design services. Visit www.mitchell-productions.com for portfolio samples, specials, and package prices. Remember, a website is not a luxury item. It's a necessity. Check out mitchell-productions.com or find them at facebook.com slash mitchellproductions. She's here to motivate, excite, and influence you. She's Charvette Mitchell. Charvette Mitchell. It's the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show with in-depth interviews from today's leading authors, gospel artists, stars that you want to know about. And now, Charvette Mitchell. All right. Welcome back again. So excited to have all of you listening in as we broadcast live from the capital city of Richmond, Virginia. We're hanging out here with Rachel Cook, a business growth strategist. Listen, you can hear her at uh, Promote Yourself to CEO uh, podcast, all that good stuff. And uh, we're jumping in discussing um, trends and things that we should pay attention to for 2020, uh, Rachel, as we move uh, out of Q1 into sliding into Q2. What things would you say for, for service providers? Let's kind of target it there. For service providers, what things should we be paying attention to? Oh my gosh. Okay. I could go forever on this with you, but I want to highlight just a a few things that I'm seeing, especially because, um, my, my platform that I have built has been predominantly online. And so people might be surprised to hear me say a couple of these. So the first thing I think that's a trend is the return to analog marketing. (laughs) This is what I mean by that is we are so used to all this digital marketing, you know, being on social media, writing blog posts, doing podcasts, all that stuff, that we forget there are other ways to market your business that are kind of old school and they stand out so much. So a great example of this is doing marketing, like actually sending things in the mail. When is the last time you got something in the mail that you were excited about or that you thought, oh, this is really cool? We do a lot of this in my business as part of our entire customer experience. And we send out packages in the mail. And Charvette, I know you do too. In fact, I got the idea of getting these beautifully branded boxes done from Charvette because she shared it with me. And (laughs) I know how much people love that experience of getting something in the mail. And it can be as simple as a card and as, as awesome as a custom branded swag box <laughs> delivered from your <laughs> out my platform service provider. <laughs> Hashtag platform yeah. builders. <laughs> All the platform builders are like making so many so je- everybody so jealous because 
they got this awesome curated box that showed up. And that is amazing. That is analog marketing in a world of digital marketing. That is making it more real and that makes it more tactile. Um, so I think there's going to be a huge shift back to that. Now, does that mean that you just start, you know, sending out boxes everywhere? No, you got to be selective about how much you spend at different things. But I do think sending things in the mail is something we have gotten so far away from and when you do it people absolutely love it they absolutely love getting something that feels like a gift um and kind of in along that same line is letting go of all of the automation <laughs> again people are going to be like rachel i can't believe you just said that but like wait a minute what <laughs> not the business growth strategist <laughs> right and there's there's a place for things to be automated. I love a good system. I love a good hack that's going to streamline things. But people don't want to feel like they're just a number on your P&L, right? They want to feel like they're a real human that you care about. And some areas where I see people um, could take advantage of letting go of all of the automations. One, it could be instead of having like Hand responses that sound really, really impersonal when people email you, take the time to personalize them or at least make sure that they sound like you. I see a lot of people write um, kind of responses for emails to respond to all the emails that we're all getting every day, but they just sound so dry and so like impersonal. And taking a little bit of time to making make that personal will go such a long way. So don't have everything set up to be automated all of the time. Just be selective about how you use that. I see a lot of people even um, in the online space, especially going away from all of these automated evergreen funnels and launches because they realize that people are starting to get tired of it. They're starting to get tired and they actually want to have some sort of interaction with the human that they're buying from on the other side. Um, so that's something to consider is, all of the automation absolutely necessary is there a way you can build in some more high touch into your business and that could be showing up in a facebook group that you lead and actually engaging with people that could be actually responding thoughtfully to their messages that could what be, a novel um, idea <laughs> what right? a novel idea. Like, i'm gonna stick a pen right there rachel because i see so many people they're in all of these groups and then i'm like the group leader doesn't even respond they might have admins but they don't even respond to their own community um so i'm so glad you brought that up i think there's again like i have groups that are for my paid clients and some of those things are automated we do pre-write and pre-schedule some of those things but we go in and engage we make sure if people are posting questions we do what we call our daily sweep where somebody on my team will sweep through the group, make sure no question is left unanswered, and then she will send me in our messenger, we use Slack, she'll send me links to, hey, can you pop in and answer this question, this question, and this question, knowing that an answer for me is really gonna go far with each of those clients. Same thing with the inbox. I don't have to be the person in that all the time, but because my assistant is in there, if there's something she feels could use a little love and attention from me, she'll just, say, hey, respond to this one thing, and it takes me two seconds, and it makes that customer so happy. 
such good advice. Like, listen, uh, we're not going to give any more. Like, I'm cutting it off right there. Listen to yes, yes, yes. You need to go. <laughs> Follow and connect with Rachel Cook, uh, business growth strategist. Rachel, one more time, give them all of your connection points where you would like for them to come hang out with you. Yes, I am mostly on Instagram and Facebook. Both of them, you can find me at rachel.cook, R-A-C-H-E-A-L dot C-O-O-K. Wonderful. And how do they um, find your podcast? The podcast is out pretty much anywhere you listen to podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, I think Google Play. You can just type in promote yourself to CEO and you will find it pop up. All right. There you have it. And my last question for you, the goal of my show is to motivate, excite and influence. And we want to know what continues to motivate you. Ooh, this is a good question. I think the biggest thing that continues to motivate me right now is honestly like watching my kids, um, watching them grow up so incredibly fast. My twins are now 10 and I'm thinking about, and I'm watching them start to think about what their future is going to look like. And I want to live in a world where all of our children, whether they're a boy or a girl, whether they're black or white, whether they're gay or straight, have the same opportunities. And that is really important to me as a mom of a set of boy-girl twins. I want to make sure that when they go out into the world, they will be treated equally, paid equally, respected equally for their merits and for what they're able to contribute. So that is what is motivating me right now is to make sure that when they enter the real world, it's about eight years, that maybe it's a little bit better place for them. Oh, well said, well said. Well, Rachel, thank you so much for hanging out with us here on the Charvet Mental Radio Show and giving and adding value to our uh, listeners. We thank, we thank you for just being you. Thanks so much, Charvet. All righty, thank you. All right, listeners, that is going to wrap up uh, today's segment. Listen, just jump back to Charvet.com if you missed any of it. Uh, and, of course, all of the podcast locations you can find us. Uh, we appreciate you guys. Peace and love. Live from Richmond, Virginia, you've been listening to the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show. Catch Charvette Mitchell every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Interviewing all the stars you want to hear from. So until next week, stay motivated, excited, and influenced. This is the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.